Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Guys, how do you talk about life when you haven't even lived at all? And how do you talk about love when the only thing you love is your dog? I don't know. everyone. In today's episode 14, we discuss 30A, the U.S. Open, Babs sports fanaticism. That was tough to say. Say that three times fast. No. (laughs) Food prep and reinvigorating the meat, Austria, a cause for concern, and Jonathan using the term poppycock. Enjoy. You know what? (laughs) Good morning, Riss. Good morning, Babs. Here we are. Here we are. Where in is here? Lovely um, 30A. 30A. Exact location. Inlet Beach? Rosemary Beach? No, not Rosemary Beach. Uh, that's what it kind of, I think, or is it considered Walton? No, no. Definitely not Walton. Okay. But anyway, we're here on 30A. Yeah, we are. We're in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> And we haven't even started drinking yet. Pop! It's my house. Come on, turn it up. (laughs) Babs has woken up in a very I'm going to sing to everybody type of mood. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. It's awesome. It's, you know, a little emphasized by hangover brain. (laughs) Right? And we are doing all sorts of things to prepare ourselves for the day. We are making snacks for the beach. Drinks have already been accomplished, correct? Uh, yes, I believe there is a wide variety of drink choices. Moscow you, mules, mm-hmm. margaritas, and honeydew. Honeydew deuces. 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 Because of the tennis. Yes. We Maybe. did see Serena win last night. Yeah, we did. I brought out my potty mouth, apparently. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think what happened was that that lady, now looking back on it, they wanted our seats, right? And we were taking up the whole table by sitting where we were. Okay. I think that's why she was mad. But I'm talking about when I wasn't screaming motherfucker at her. No. Was I? No. No. I was screaming it at the TV. Yes. Which is funny because Serena kind of annihilated Svitolina. Yeah. So I was just worked up because of the alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you get worked o- up over sporting events, which I... In general. In general, yes. which I pointed out. Oh, you did. I mean, to when me. somebody's up, who like oh, right, Tom yeah. Brady, right. 45-0, and you're screaming at him, what are you doing? Don't make that mistake. <laughs> Sorry, Tom, you're, if you're listening, no pressure. You're which not allowed we, to make any mistakes. That's probably what I would say to Tom if I met him. Were you the person who asked me? Oh, yeah. I would be like... Would you like to listen to our podcast? <laughs> Give me your phone number and I'll text it to you. <laughs> That's probably what I'd do. Yes, I, I think so. Just saying. Okay. 
Oh yeah, so now you're making, I'm making spaghetti sauce for later. You are, which is greatly appreciated. And you are making sandwiches for lunch. Well, so correction. We all get... You're generous. I'm not. I'm making my sandwich. <laughs> I don't know how to reinvigorate the meat. Oh. And I wouldn't presume to make somebody else's sandwich for them without instruction. So I'm just making my sandwich. Okay. Per my own instructions. Well, thanks for pointing out. In my that. mind. But if you wanted to tell me how to make a sandwich for you, no, okay. I would of course do that. Yeah, you would. But I'm leaving it up to our dear friend over there to. She has re to reinvigorate the meat. She's gonna reinvigorate the meat. <laughs> so that's basically what I'm. You know, Everybody's happening? smiling, but no one wants to talk. That's all right. No one wants to be on our podcast, okay. Chris. But don't be surprised if we talk about them to their face. <clears throat> They don't say anything. That might be the only way to get them to talk. You mean if we ask a question and it would be yes. totally rude to ignore us? Yes. And hurt our feelings? Yes. Hurt our eyelack? <laughs> She's dying over there. She's dying. And I, you know what? Maybe we should keep our mouth shut. Only because she's working. She is working. But surely she can work through distraction. You have to be in the zone. I often have to work through distraction. There's a lot of stuff going on in my office. People there is moving thing. around, people talking. Ta that talking thing is what probably threw me for a loop. Huh? Say what? Like the whole. There's a lot. When you say talking, there's someone in particular that does that. Oh, God. Yeah, that wasn't even that kind of talking. That was just the general stuff you overhear, you know, when you're in your office. Gotcha. And whatnot. I have to make you a sandwich. Do you want me to? I don't know what I want. Okay. That's the problem. But you can leave that stuff out. Should I? I mean, you're in the middle of tomato saucing. Yeah. Hmm. But this, once I get this part down, the rest is easy. It's just the, the prep, the onion prep. I might be crying in a minute, just so you guys know. And but I will comfort be... you, because I am here for you. <laughs> it won't be anything that you've mentioned, though. It'll be I'll fun. be here for you. <laughs> I'll live and I'll Wait, die for this you. This is the best. Yesterday, <laughs> I forgot. They are playing, weren't they playing uh, somebody's anthem? And I started breaking out into O Canada. And yes. you, you broke right in. Of course I did. You knew all the words. I know all the words. That's why I did it. I knew it. I knew you would. So well, we, we can pause for a little bit, I guess, if we want to. Unless We should probably talk just a little bit about tennis. Because by the time anybody hears this, oh. we won't be doing any, you know, spoiling. Right. So Serena beats Fidelana. Yep. Thank goodness. Thank God. Sadly, Monfi lost to... Berrettini? Yeah, the Italian Some dude. Italian guy I've never heard of. Jonathan also had never heard of him. He's like, where the heck did this guy come from? Well, now Fidelina and Monfils can enjoy the rest of their uh, time there at the U.S. Open relaxing. Yeah, they may just have enjoy to one another. go on to the next, you know. Can someone say something about Monfils' little turban neck thing, please? Yeah. <laughs> I think that deserves mention. Yeah, what well, was it? Oh, what was he planning on singing? Oh, Yes, when he, it had to be probably 90 degrees with 90% humidity, and he was wearing a towel yeah. around his neck. 
in a weird. maybe he would just felt less stylish and he wanted to have a scarf. Yeah. And he forgot his scarf at home or at the hotel, wherever he's staying. I don't know what that was. I don't or he was expecting to be interviewed afterwards and was saving his voice. There are a lot of reasons. If he's on Twitter, you could tweet at him and ask. That's true. So I could. He strikes me as somebody who might respond on Twitter. He might. Now he has all that time since he lost. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Well, so who's left on the men's side? I know you guys all love Nadal. I'm not a huge Nadal. Medvedev. 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 <laughs> Sorry. His name is like a medical appliance or something, yeah. a medical device, Medvedev. And I don't um, like him. He's very mean. Are they playing each other, though? And then Berrettini? No, Berrettini. Yeah. Nadal's playing Medvedev. Medvedev? Medvedev. Medvedev. Then who's Berrettini playing? Uh, Dimitrov. Dimitrov. Or is it Dimitrov and Nadal? Now we're going to have to look that now up. Now we're going to have to look it up. Dang it. Damn. All right, well, I definitely want to look it up right now. And then play Andrescu in the final. Oh, she, Andrescu did win? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I knew that, didn't I? I would think that you were up last night watching, weren't you? No, I didn't watch whatever this match was. I watched her previous match. All right. Semifinal today at 3 p.m. What the what? <laughs> so 2 p.m. our time, Medvedev and Dimitrov. I like Dimitrov. I hope he wins. Oh yeah. I'd rather I'd rather watch Medvedev Medvedev Dimitrov than Berrettini Nadal. Nadal is just gonna crush Berrettini. Okay, well that's interesting. And then yeah, see I didn't know that Andrescu beat Benchik. Or how do you say her name? Yep. A lot closer obviously than the other ones. Okay. Let's see. Men's doubles, nobody interesting. Women's doubles, nobody interesting. Except Mertens is still in the doubles. All right, well, there you have it, Russ. Today we have Daniil Medvedev versus Grigor Dimitrov. And whoever Berrettini versus Rafael Nadal. Okay. Let's get a little chopping action. You're now hearing the chopping with a bad knife that could potentially not. You know your bracelet is sifting its way all through the onions, so yeah. just don't wipe your eyes with that hand. Oh, yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's her extra special secret, people. It, it's actually the, the bracelet. That's the bracelet. That's not the one that was dragging through the onions, No, though. it wasn't. Your bracelet still looks so good, man. That's because I took it off for a while. I wanted to save it. I know. My bracelet doesn't look that great, though. I wonder if you could soak it. I don't know. Well, I gave myself the worst one. It was the one where the Edelweiss was, like, not really secure. Edelweiss. How's it go? Edelweiss. (laughs) Every morning you greet me. Look, we have an audience. This is exciting. and white, clean and bright. Yay! Can we get a hand, please? Bless my homeland forever. I think there were a few more verses there, but... That's still okay. Yes. I need closure. I need closure. Yeah, it would be a good segue to tell, except it's sad that Jonathan has experienced. Austria is definitely heading back down into Third Reich land, and they are... I wonder if they have a left it. Their cause for concern. 
their cause for concern. They are a radical right-wing racist society, and I'm worried they're going to do something bad. But back to happy thoughts. We just like to have a lot of stuff to pick up later, right? Yeah. We've got to review things. Yeah. I'll have to back up that claim. Yes. Maybe get a quote from Jonathan or something. Um, he noticed know. it, and he was also told it, though, by his counterpart yes. in Austria. The guy pre-apologized for some of the employees over there. Oh. He's like, you're going to find them to be, you know, racist. And actually, I heard Jonathan on a call, <laughs> a work call. And they have a team in India, and it was very clear that the people in Austria were being racist about the people in India and thinking they were stupid and less capable. This is my favorite thing. Jonathan used the word poppycock (laughs) on a business call. No way. He's like, the fact that anyone thinks that they're less capable is complete poppycock. Poppycock. I, like, had to... Yeah, I was just... And then, like, on another call, I heard him actually cursing. I'm like, what's the difference between poppycock and bullshit? He's like, the bullshit I was talking to one other guy. He's like, the poppycock was a wider group. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, that really bothered him. Bothered me, too. I know. Because, yeah, but these Austrian people, they're not used to having teams in India and Vietnam, and they're just really... Yeah, he won't tolerate it. Yeah. Tolerating racism is racism. Yep. Perpetuates it. Yep. Yeah, no, he. But yeah, so that's Austria for you. It's not everyone, but. A lot. It's It's an undercurrent. Yes. Perfect description. (laughs) It is a dangerous undercurrent. It's like a riptide. No, a riptide is. It's not a dangerous undercurrent? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it could pull you out. Could pull you under. Yeah. Could kill you. Could kill you. Why are we so depressing today? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> I maybe need to get myself to the beach. I think you're hungover. Yeah, maybe. I know I am. Maybe. So. I think I was more hungover, like, between 2 and 5 a.m. Or 3 and 6 a.m. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, let's drink some water. Mm. That's going to be me today, drinking lots of water. And then beers. And then beers. Alrighty. Well, let's say bye for now. Bye for now. You're a fine girl. No, we're recording. <laughs> this would be... I mean, since we are recording, we might as well take advantage, right? Yeah. It's the sea. boyfriend who cheated on me with a brandy oh no nah that's not true maybe his ex-girlfriend brandy cheated on him or maybe we talked about having a girl named brandy <laughs> who knows Riz, how is how is the water today here in I lovely seaside actually, well all right give us the update the update is very simple for some reason we have been hit with a seaweed barrier reef in the water <laughs> that's what it feels like so you have to get through the seaweed but when you do get through the seaweed it's very nice you're such a positive uplifting person it's one of the many reasons i love you thank you i think when you get out past the seaweed barrier reef you float in a flotsam and jetsam of little seaweed 
and then these invisible jellyfish sting you and hours after you've gotten out of the water you still feel like you're being bitten by like fire ants it's all perspective <laughs> but it's I feeling, really it's feeling like you're being bit by fire it's really perspective no, no. however but your outlook on the ocean is the and, sea and I would prefer to put ice on those why do we have so many songs with women's names that aren't ours? Brandy, Sarah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Why isn't there a song about Babs? Because no one's written that song yet. I'm going to put my name in all these songs. All right, hang on. When's the next time it comes up? I don't know. Oh, this is Daryl Hall. These are, yeah. these are my guys. Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. I got to just. Bye for now. This was an accidental recording. Well, it's time to moan and groan our way through. That's right. <laughs> moan and groan our way through another follow-up. So, yes. The first part of this episode, I believe, is when we were actually in Seaside. Oh! By the sea. You were making your sauce. Yeah. And it I was. We did a follow up on all that already. Wonderful. Well, if we did, I don't think it's out there yet. It's not out there. It's recorded on my thing. Remember we went walking last week? I don't think we did the follow up on this, though. Oh, okay. I think we just recorded a new episode because uh, normally when we're doing the follow-up we're like sitting down drinking somewhere but that straight. doesn't seem to well I don't know that you aren't straight this is just my working hypothesis so <laughs> I like how you always manage to make me feel better <laughs> about my my brain I do aim to uh keep everyone I love happy <laughs> the so, best I can so 30A. Yes. I mean, that was a long time ago at this point, but I think we enjoyed ourselves. I learned a few things about what don't mix. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. We, we all have to keep our head on straight when we're drinking. Stick to the same stuff. Wow. I just, you can't have like... 64 ounces of Jojo margaritas. No, those things are deadly. Bob in the ocean for three hours. Although I did like the bobbing, especially <laughs> uh, that's my in the deep part. part. My, yeah, that's the favorite part of my trip. 
<laughs> Although I will say, did you see in the news that some surfer was like literally 10 feet from a, a I don't know if it was a great white, but it was a big shark. No. And, uh, they caught it. Around um, where we were? In the no, Cape. Okay. Cape uh, okay. Cod area, which seems to be where all of these sharks like to hang out. However, um, Chris had said to me, well, you know, um, you're never really, at one point in your life, you've been 10 feet away from a shark. <laughs> so I said, I laughed and I said, well, there you have it. Babs wanted to go into the deep end. And That's I said, right. no, we're not going. That's right. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't think that would have happened in the Gulf. And I was like, what do you mean? It's the ocean. I was like, there's sharks in the Gulf. What are you talking about? I don't it's know. Like, well, I they're guess... always on the Atlantic. And I yeah, said, Yeah, with like the know. colder water. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, except we know I was attacked by that <laughs> shark-like creature. So... So anyway, I just, I need to debunk that because I know there are sharks in the Gulf. I mean, yeah. give me a break. All right. Well, that's, that'll be another point of follow-up then. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Well, I have a couple of follow-up items. One was, uh, well, mine are poppycock. <laughs> the use of poppycock. The use of poppycock. I was delighted to learn its origin is... Mid-19th century from Dutch dialect, and this is hilarious, from pop, soft, and cock, dung. (laughs) Soft dung, a.k.a. bullshit. Okay. Poppycock. Poppycock. And does he use it often? No. Okay. Which is why it was extra amusing to hear it. What was the argument over that he said it was poppycock? Well, it was that... Some people in his company that are based in Austria right. seem to have uh, racist feelings towards the team in India and think that Indian people are inferior oh. software programmers. Oh. And Jonathan thinks that is poppycock. I would agree with him. Yes. Uh, which is an interesting segue to some other follow-up because I think that got us talking about Austria's right wing, fanaticism, the growing sector of that there, and just how in that part of the world where, you know, a couple world wars have started, you always just get a little nervous when they don't remember their history. And so there's this woman and she, her name's Julia Ebner. I don't know that much about her, but she seems to be writing a lot of opinion pieces on this for various Publications, one being The Guardian, where she said, the title of the article is, Austria's crisis is a lesson for Europe. Far-right parties are unfit to govern. Really? That's what she says. And she says, just the past year, and this was written earlier this year, uh, saw the far-right deputy mayor of Braunau am Inn, Hitler's birthplace, publish a poem comparing migrants to rats. High-ranking FPO politicians cultivate connections with neo-Nazi fraternities, and the extreme right identification movement and the FPO-led Interior Ministry attempt to bring the National Intelligence Agency, the BVT, under its control. I'm like, well, that huh. all sounds lovely. And actually, <laughs> yeah, of course it's not. Um, but it was weird. Like, I read a little more, and the thing about the rats 
was it was actually like more of a eugenics thing almost where they're like oh it's not that migrants are disgusting like rats it's that they shouldn't be allowed to mix with white people and like rats racism anyway right so rat, yes exactly it's just a different spin on it yes or just even like scarier that it's kind of this rise again of like you know white supremacy yeah. if you're not white you should stick to your own kind right um then she wrote this other article in politico who are europe's far-right identitarians and it says what makes the group's ideology so dangerous is its invention of an imminent existential threat and it said uh newly revealed connections between Austria's offshoot of Generation Identity, one of Europe's fastest-growing far-right movements, and the man charged with killing 50 people at mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, suggests they were also inciting violence and terrorism. The attacker's so-called manifesto referenced a conspiracy theory dubbed, quote, the Great Replacement. The theory, which claims that white populations are being gradually replaced with migrants, has been at the heart of identitarian campaigns for years. And it said, uh, just a week after the Christchurch attack, Austria's Generation Identity Group, known as Identitarian Movement Austria, held a protest against the Great Replacement in Vienna, calling for remigration and de-Islamization. The group's demands go beyond calls to deport criminals, extremists, and rejected asylum seekers, which would be in accordance with migration law. Remigration is, in fact, a euphemism for the mass deportation of all European residents with a migrant background or non-white skin. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What makes this ethno-nativist ideology so dangerous is its invention and promotion of the idea that its members face an imminent existential threat from an outside group. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Wow. You know, there's just so many conundrums, but yeah, that's exactly Ooh. what the fear. Hey. And if you were just normal, decent human beings, you wouldn't be freaked out if white people become the minority. But, of course, if you look at how white people have treated minorities, who's to say when they're the majority, that karma won't come around and bite you in the butt. Right. Correct. But yes, so that was just, I know, an uplifting little follow-up tidbit there but you know I think it's scary like people don't necessarily know um and I also read this other snippet about Austria which seems interesting and would have to be researched more where it said Austria in particular uh guilty victims where it's like they try to reframe their history it's like no Austria you helped perpetrate the Holocaust. Yeah. Well, the way they reframe it is they were victims of the Holocaust. No, they, and they it's just couldn't like, stop it, so they <laughs> just said, hey, let's just be a part of it. Well, watch the sound of music. God. So. They have some balls acting like that. I know. But, yeah, so lots of, that's just one part of this messed up world that makes me afraid for 
heading for a World War III. Can't even get into the stuff with Iran and Saudi Arabia. And nope. It's all a bit much. So, oh, what else did you have on your list? Oh, crap. I just put them. <laughs> um, wait. Let's see. Babs is sports facet fanaticism. Yeah, that's a well-established, uh, you know, reality. <laughs> but I think that I would just love to chronicle you, or I love being with you when you're watching the Patriots, because <laughs> for me, it's entertaining. For you, it is not. <laughs> but it's so much fun when, like, we, and we've said this before, you were talking about the Jets Patriots earlier. Al, they were up, and you were still mad at them. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. For a number of reasons, oh, as no. you know, uh, valid, legitimate reasons, you don't get to make mistakes. No. You're the New England Patriots. You're the best team in the history of the NFL. The no, history. The history. The 100 year history. The 100 years. But I will say, I'm watching, uh, side note, I'm watching the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers play the New York Giants and what I was watching them because it was on and I was just laying down after my match okay I know oh, this was Monday no. night I'm sorry oh was that the Monday night game Wait, was it? no it wasn't no. it was Sunday night it was Sunday night okay because I yes, remember after that match on Sunday yeah. so I'm like watching and Tampa Bay manages to or no I'm sorry the Giants manages to tie it up almost they're they're up by one point. And all Tampa has to do is kick a field goal <laughs> and they'll win the game. And I'm like, you get charged with one job. Yep. A quarterback has many jobs. Even the other players on the team are acting like team members. They're trying to pull off a play. And it could be, it could, it could happen in a lot, even though we know what the players are, the scenarios could change depending on what the opposite team does, right? Sure. In response. The kicker has one job. <laughs> one job, and there's no scenarios. It's just put your foot on the ball and kick it upright. There are... And he misses it. I know. Well... And it wasn't like it was the farthest out. It wasn't, it wasn't too far out. I... Yep. Well, Steven Gostowski, the New England Patriots kicker, has also been having a subpar year. He missed... An extra point. Oh. <laughs> now, there was, I don't know if in, that's all he missed in one game, or I think he might have missed a field goal as well. I can't remember in the game if I, but, you know, so the person who snaps the ball has to snap it well to right. the person who has to hold it and then kick. Right. So I will say, at least with. The Patriots, you know, I was paying very close attention, and this was actually a field goal or an extra point that he made, but I saw the person who hiked the ball did not do a good job. Like, right. the guy who has to catch it and set it up right. didn't have, like, had to take a little extra time, and that could, like, throw off the kickers. You know, they start right. their stride. But, yes, I saw them out there practicing, before the game, the three Patriots players, it's like, you practice this on both ends. Like, I'm sorry. 
Well, well I was also laughing because the commentators were joking afterwards and they were quoting the Ace Ventura movie, Laces Out. Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, okay. I've never even heard of it, Laces Out? Well, yeah, because the kicker that the whole story is based around how uh, the guy, the perpetrator of the crime, uh, was a kicker for the Miami Dolphins. And he, he, he ruined his career by kicking a momentous field goal out during a Super Bowl. Okay. And so he missed the field goal. He missed the field goal. Missed the uprights. Okay. And his thing, the whole entire movie was, it's laces out. You can't, you can't kick the ball properly unless it's laces out. So, in the, game, in the Tampa game, the commentators were like, we need to review and see if those laces were out. I was like, holy cow, that's hilarious. And, of course, they did. They were like, oh, yeah, no, laces were out. Okay, okay. Uh, well, yeah, the Giants won, but Eli Manning was benched, right? Yep. And this new guy, Jones, is actually pretty good. So Eli Manning <laughs> has always been completely overrated. In my opinion, if he makes it into the Super Bowl, he can thank the New England Patriots who gave him those two Super Bowl wins. Yeah. (laughs) But otherwise, I don't think he really deserves it. No. And Jonathan was saying... uh, I don't think the Giants deserve it either. Yeah. Jonathan was saying, like, really, he should have retired. (laughs) Yeah. Already. I'm like, well, why did the Giants give him a contract then? Right. I'm like, they're such a joke, but... I hope Manning well, now they're two and two. doesn't make it in. Wait, they can't be two and two. There's only been three games. That's what their record says. I'll look it up. Really? I think they might have. Do you think maybe they played a Thursday night game or something? Well, but the week is still the week. Like, week four starts this Thursday. Yeah. So, Let's they might see. be one and two. New York Giants. Wait, that's who they played, right? No, they're about to. Oh, they're about to. Uh, uh, anyway. So. It's hot. It's getting warmer, as we know. Well, we're walking into the sun. I know. We can't, why can't we just have the perfect walk? I know. There's no sun and no, no uh, outdoor equipment being used. And the temperature. It's just right. I tell you. Because we don't want it to be too cold. The things you and I have to endure to walk. Seriously. Like, why don't we get extra physical wellness credit for what we have to endure, Marissa? I know. (sighs) Well, that might be as good a place as any to... Oh, you're right. It's one and two. ...start on the wrap-up. All right. I know. I try not to say things unless I know I'm right. (laughs) What does food prep reinvigorate the meat? Remember? <laughs> Remember the deli meat? Do we, it was sitting oh. out open on the ref, oh, plate God. in the refrigerator. and That's the thing that I missed out on this trip down to 38. You, didn't, you weren't compiling anybody's quotes. I know. And yes. I did think That's about it. That's a good one. Reinvigorating it was, the meat. It was a little bit of an off trip for me. Me too. I think just... I, I wasn't getting good sleep. Me neither. Even though I loved being with you ladies in the car, I really hated 
driving. I would have driven though. I know, but I would have still hated being in the car. Oh, okay. I just don't like being in the car for six hours. I don't enjoy it. Um, and so, and I was a little stressed out with work stuff, yes. but I did not want to bring it into the trip, so I did not do my work. Did that all resolve itself, or are you still stressed? It's just ongoing. I mean, it's okay. I manage it. Right. Day to day. Excellent. One day at a time. That's all I can do. Okay. Oh my gosh, but yeah, reinvigorate the meat. Our friend was like, <laughs> oh no, that's all right. I'll just reinvigorate the meat. <laughs> and I have to say, you know, as part of the follow-up, I did Google it. <laughs> there are no Google results for quote, reinvigorate the meat, end quote. I right, well, thought we'll that was fascinating. You know I know. You're like, well, you've coined a phrase. Now you need to get on social media and take it, take it viral. That's what the kids say these days, right? Right. Things still go viral. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> like this podcast will one day rest when uh, we have a little more time to focus on it. Let me tell you this. Here's another follow-up. <laughs> this, this goes when oh. something is visco. Have you visco. heard? Have you heard Naomi use that term? Or, no. Or Vivian? Uh, no. Although. I've only heard it now once, and I really... I do think it's more the younger crowd. I mean, Naomi's a junior. It might be beneath them to oh, okay. use silly labels. Gotcha. Uh, and again, also, I think it's mainly like a hashtag social media thing. I don't know if people go around saying it. But what was the other thing? Oh, basic, right? Yeah, basic. I've never heard either of my children use either of those words. I use basic more than they do. Uh, August uses it to make fun of me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. I don't care. (laughs) I just, it's so much fun being a parent and watching everything go around. So it's like my father used to say, hey, don't pull that crap on me. I invented that. You know what I'm saying? And now I say it. It's like, don't. I get it. Don't bother. (laughs) Better luck next time. Yeah. Save it for your own kids. Pull a new one on me that I don't already know. (laughs) I do try not to repeat some of the things my parents did that I said I would never do to my children. And uh, Some of them are relevant and should be kept. Some of them not so much. Probably. Although, I don't know. I mean, one thing I hated as a child and I've not done to my children is I don't force my children to eat the same food that Jonathan and I meet, eat. Oh. Um, I do. Family dinners were excruciating in my household growing up. <laughs> and I said I would never do that to my children because I would respect the fact but if they say something doesn't taste good, it doesn't taste good. And as you know, of course, I'm a researcher. So I happen to know that I wasn't just being a pain in the butt. It's like my taste buds were just right. hardwired a certain way. And something that tastes good to you really did taste gross right. to me. I'm like, life's short. Why do I need to give my kids something. food issues? Right. So. Right. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some things, always. I mean, I appreciate my parents. It's a miracle to me that they kept three children, born in four years, alive, frankly. 
So. Oh, come on. Alright, alright, alright. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Are we doing a bye for now, or did you already. Yeah, no. Okay. We're, we're still here. Yeah, we are. We made it. We're almost done. Oh. Now I'm starting to sound like you. Uh, I was going to say, that was uh, kind of a uh, Babs moment there. <laughs> I was deciding if I was going to break out into song, but I couldn't think of something original <laughs> that I haven't done before. So, yeah, we'll just say bye for now. Bye. This has been a season two episode of A Walk in the Park podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Play to rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. You can also follow us on our social media accounts. On Twitter, that's at Awit Podcast. On Facebook, you can find our A Walk in the Park Facebook page by searching at Awit Podcast. And on Instagram, you can find us at A Walk in the Park Podcast. We'd love to hear from you.